Hi, my name is Kayla. My name is Marissa, and today we're talking primarily about all the components that surround design thinking, rather than the definition of design thinking itself. After watching Professor Hung's video, we were able to gain a clearer understanding of the different thinking processes such as out-of-the-box, deductive and inductive, abductive, lateral and integrative, and then of course design thinking. Yeah, it's interesting to realize how many different forms of thinking we might do on a daily basis without even noticing it. For example, coming from a math background, I could relate to the process of deductive thinking, like in the video when they mentioned geometry proofs. Marissa, do you have any experience with any of the thinking processes that they talked about? Uh, yeah, during the video they actually mentioned how doctors use abductive thinking to give diagnosis. And I've personally recently had an experience with my ear where the doctor, instead of giving me a direct diagnosis, ruled out all other possibilities and then gave it to me. Oh, that's interesting to hear about. It was also really nice to get an overview of design thinking and the different thinking processes. I was able to relate to that when um, Tim Brown talked about the examples from his TED Talk. I really enjoyed listening to his examples of how people use design thinking in the real world and not just from an educator's perspective. What are some things that you thought about after watching? So I thought it was a really good summary of everything that we've been reading about and discussing on the design thinking topic. Uh, one particular aspect that I thought was interesting was at the end when he asked everyone if they've ever thought of a problem in the world that could be solved using design thinking. And he created a hashtag on Twitter, which was hashtag CBDQ, uh, change by design questions. Kayla, did you see the link about the hashtag and the website that it actually brings you to? Yeah, I actually thought that was really cool. It seemed to be very nicely designed and definitely user-friendly. You're also able to see how this website works in different countries because you can click on the flag icon at the top right. They also mention really interesting case studies that surround the, uh, the use of design thinking and as he mentions in his video, design is open to more than just designers. We see here with all the pharmaceutical problems being solved on this website. If you guys get a chance, you should definitely check it out. It's called ideo.com. <clears throat> so moving on to the reading from this week by Donald Schoen, what are some thoughts that you had on it, Marissa? Well, at first reading through the introduction, I felt it to actually be slightly confusing with the way he may have worked his ideas. Uh, this I found ironic because it seems as if he's talking about the use of language and how it is an external process of our internal thoughts and how they can be misinterpreted. As he states, and to quote, no one receives anyone else's thoughts directly in their minds when they are using language, nor can anyone literally give you an idea since these are locked within the skull and life process of each of us. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also feel like this kind of le leads into later on in the reading when he states, when this happened, the reader's discovery of an alternative reading could present itself as a threat and provoke an angry defensive reaction. It was not easy for such a reader to give up the view that there is something wrong with the alternative reading. Marissa, do you remember reading the Manjo's case study on 9-11? Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like this connects to selective perception in a way? Um, I was actually thinking that and I made a note of it when I was reading this section because the idea that we can get easily aggravated when someone doesn't see our own point of view is definitely similar to selective perception and how we believe in our own opinions. 
Yeah, I feel like a ton from this reading talked about understanding our own thinking process, but also giving reason to others, which forms a basis of communication. When he mentions the example on giving reason, we can relate to it being educators in a way that we need to realize that sometimes the way we give our instructions may not be taken in the way that we intended and not making the students wrong, but that we need to adapt to how their thinking process works. What did you think about the silent game that he talks about and how that works? So to be honest, I found this one um, a little confusing also. At first I thought about it and how I would personally execute it, and I couldn't actually really come up with any rules that I would use. It's definitely hard to think about it in your mind um, without it in front of you, but it also must be incredibly hard on player B and even the observer to try and almost get inside the other person's mind to figure out the different rules being used. Mm -hmm. I actually thought when first reading this exercise that it was done with children, and I was surprised when I read at the end that it was with architects and other professions. That's interesting. Do you think that children would be able to play this game on their own, or do you think that it might be too, dif too difficult for them? Um, I actually feel that with children, it would be much easier and maybe a bit more creative, because I feel children don't really think about rules. Um, and adults, especially working in different professions, I feel like rules become the center of our thinking and we're always concerned about maybe breaking the rules. So I also feel that children are more open to understanding different perspectives and they're more free with their decisions. Yeah, that's a really good point that you bring up. I also feel like we can relate this idea to video games. For example, the video game Fortnite that most people are familiar with gives each player the ability to form its own path and they're able to drop in a location of their choice, but essentially each player has the same goal in mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't really play many video games, but I see how um, they may arrive at a different goal using different reasoning or thinking processes. Yeah, these ideas and concepts, they all kind of go back to design thinking and the five-step process. After learning in depth these past two weeks about design thinking, can you personally think back on a time where you may have used this five-step process and maybe you didn't know it at the time? Yeah, so I actually mentioned in my blog this week um, about my internship I had over the summer a little while ago at an advertising agency. Uh, I was sent there as a design intern and there were also other interns in different departments as well. We were given a project for the course of the summer in which we needed to produce new creative solutions for the company. Uh, they created for us a step process that we needed to follow each week and present them um, with new ideas that followed each step. And then uh, we, we had to interview people from the company, we had to do research, and then eventually create our own ideas and present it. So these steps had different names um, because it was surrounding the company and the company itself, but after realizing what the design thinking process is, um, I now realize that they we actually followed the same exact steps. Uh, Kayla, do you think that you can see yourself using this type of thinking in your future classroom? Yeah, I can definitely see myself using this in the classroom, especially I feel like I can integrate a lot of STEAM activities for the students, which allows them to really be engaged and learn a lot of 21st century skills. Um, especially at the elementary level, I feel like learning this process can be really beneficial for the children to take with them and kind of build upon as they get older. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
Uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening this week, and please help us out by commenting, commenting any thoughts or questions you might have. Uh, don't forget to check out that website and the hashtag, and just enjoy the upcoming holiday. Thank you.